Hello, everybody, and welcome to Net That Hall. Slightly delayed because we've had a few gremlins in the system, but we're here anyway. Uh, double game week seven, Gabe. We're at double game week already. What on earth is going on with this stupid game? Right, let's just pretend we're not on a double game week. Might as well not be, had we? <laughs> I don't know what this clown's doing in, on the slide, but, uh, yeah, but we're not going to yeah. give him a hard uh, time I mean, today, are we? <laughs> uh, well, well, we, we, we've got to be a bit nice to him because he's a little, little under the weather, bless him. So uh, yeah. Nima's flagged along with half my team. Um, so yeah, Nima's got a red flag, I think, not even an amber flag, maybe a red one. So anyway, get well soon, my friend, and I hope you're, uh, yeah. you're getting better soon. Um, and uh, yes, we will steer the ship uh, with you, or without you, I should say. Um, however, I feel, Gabe, that our ship is holed and sinking. And, <laughs> uh, and as fast as my little arms go, I can't barely, I can't bail fast enough. Is that how you feel at the moment with FPL? Um, yeah, I mean, it might be uh, even holy at this point because I think we might just be dead in the water. Dead at the bottom of the water. <laughs> I, I, it does I, feel honestly, like <laughs> it feels that way, but I, I honestly have no idea. Still haven't checked rank. Still not bothered. <laughs> I have done. I won't. <laughs> no, don't, don't. I promise you, please Fair don't. Right, anyway, do anyway, anyway, anyway. So, um, welcome everybody. Uh, as always, we try and. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of stats, but we've got a lot of fun as well, hopefully, for the next hour or so. Um, as I say, we always start, don't we, Gabe, with uh, a little bit of philosophy. And normally this means that I haven't got a flaming clue what you're on about. Um, but I am that man sat on the toilet this week. Hmm. I actually think I am. The battles that count aren't the ones for gold medals. The struggles within yourself, the invisible, inevitable battles inside all of us, that's where it's at. By Jesse Owens. Jesse famous Owens, athlete. world famous. There we go. Yes, famous athlete. athlete. For, yes. Four gold medals in the Olympics in Berlin. Um, kind in of 1936. Was it 36? 36, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. So. Yeah, so... Um, there we go. Well, go for it. What, I'm what, certainly what, this one. I, I feel like this one resonated with you. Why, why don't you? Why don't you uh, lean into this one? Well, I mean, quite frankly, I could have pulled my nice new TV off the wall on Saturday and thrown it out the window. Quite frankly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I am I having. Luckily, I, uh, you won that battle again. Yeah, I am having uh, an invisible. Uh, inevitable battle with FPL, which has been going on now for the best part of a year. Oddly enough, for the best part of a year, uh, and one that for some reason I cannot shake the shackles of feeling hard done by. Do you know what I mean? And, it, uh, and I it's not I... that I, I, try to, I try to put myself in the right position to be lucky. That's what we all say, don't we? We try our best to put ourselves in a position to be lucky. I just think there's that much variance at the moment. It's just luck. 
I mean, that's just how I feel. I don't know about you. So I, I don't know. I, I think putting ourselves, I think we have to distinguish between putting ourselves in the position to be lucky and feeling entitled to that luck. And, and so being pissed off when it doesn't come, we're not entitled to any luck. I don't feel entitled to it. I just feel I, I, I mean, entitled to a look all I want. I don't, I, I'm not expecting all the luck. What I'm expecting is right. a bit of luck. <laughs> Give us a little love, universe. Just yeah, a little love. For crying out loud, people. Just, you know, FPL gods, you've, you've tortured me enough. You've, you've really tortured me to death in the last few weeks in fact the last few months just give me a break man honestly it's so, hard it's tough so I, I think that that torture that torture the reason it's tough is because of the focus on the gold medals the gold medals is re the representative of the results what the outcome of the game week was that's the gold medal right you want those points you get the more points you get the gold medal but that's that's not even what FPL is about. Even, even when we talk to we, we talk about effective ownership, we talk about fear of missing out, we talk about all of these actually internal battles that we have in order to navigate the FPL season. And that's where it's at. I mean, Jesse Jesse Owens, imagine Jesse Owens, right? Confronting the rise of the Nazi state as a black man and facing all of these incredible hurdles outside of himself right and he's the one reminding us that the battles are within and yeah. through that through that exploration he stands in the face of the people that's that call themselves the master race and wins four gold medals in their country and he does that because yeah. he won the invisible inevitable battles inside all of us i think yeah i mean fair enough yeah fair enough i mean i completely i completely get it uh, as i say sometimes i think um i've used this analogy before with money People who don't have money don't worry about money. The people who worry about money that. are the people who've got money. People that, No, they don't worry about money as much, honestly. And what I would say is that when you've got, like, for example, like myself, you know, and I think as a content creator as well, I think you almost feel as if there's extra pressure on you. You know, I have obviously had a very good rank a couple of years ago. I almost feel there's extra pressure on, on as well, and it's a funny sort of feeling. Um, you know, I genuinely could have just thrown it all in. But anyway, there's another story. We can come on to that another day. But I've changed my mind about that now. What I've decided to do, Gabe, between me and you, mm. is I'm going to use another analogy. If I can't do anything about it, what's the point of getting pissed off about it? Exactly, yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Anyway, we've done seven minutes of ex uh, basically, well... Sob stories <laughs> with, 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 with an element of, I mean, obviously, I think Jesse Owens is a fabulous, fabulous uh, uh, role model, really, for the for philosophy uh, today and uh, a worthy one as well. Um, and yes, I think we all could learn lessons uh, from this philosophy this week. I think it's one of the best ones you've done for a while. And it's certainly one that I can understand. So that's a good start. <laughs> so that, that's a good start, right? <laughs> Let's get into these matchups then. Um, and uh, I mean, just before we start, I've been, I've got some messages saying, don't cut the show short. We like long shows. I like, I like to digest it. I like to relax into it, you mm. know, blah, blah, blah. And then we get another one who just says, 20 minutes is too long because you're all shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what? They're both right. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, whether you like us in bite-sized chunks or you want to take us on your long walk with the dog, um, we're going to dive in and we're going to do the matchups uh, for double game week seven. So we've got an extra game to go this week. So, Gabe, come on, let's get into this. Let's start with Aston Villa against Brighton. And before we do that, because we didn't, because we had some gremlins, I better put the, the ticker on at the bottom. Hit like and subscribe, please, if you wouldn't mind. We'll put the FC, FCAs on a bit later. But yes, if you haven't hit like, please do. If the philosophy resonated, hit like. Aston Villa Brighton to kick us off, Gabe. Let's go. Net XG for Aston Villa. Your metric 1.72. Brighton 1.15. My fixture difficulty, Aston Villa 2.8 attack. 1.6 for Brighton attack. And basically, I think this is a uh, an interesting one because the numbers and the matchups don't necessarily support Brighton until you start looking at their shooting statistics, which are quite frankly off the scale. Although, interestingly enough, these matchups don't show it. What, where are we going with this one? I can't quite get my head around this. I don't know whether I'm happy not to have any Brighton assets or unhappy. This this is a weird one, right? You don't expect it is, isn't it? it's 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 so they're so low on the FDR and NetXG that I I dug into this one. I spent a lot of time <laughs> peeling back the layers of our metrics, Mariner. Um, and and I think I found it. I think I found it. So over the last over all okay all of the all of the home games this season and the last six home games of last season, which is where NetXG is pulling data. Only Newcastle have fewer big chances conceded than Villa. Right. Villa have only Villa have only conceded ten big chances in those eight fixtures. The, now here's here's the kicker: they've only had two home matches this season, and they've been against Everton and someone else, like someone equally bad. <laughs> so so I think we yeah. have, we have to take the data with a grain of salt here and kind of rely more like the, the, on the on the shots on the goal predictors there with with the like the the flurry of shots 18% chance of four or more goals is is insane given the number of shots brighton is taking and and i think like just for that reason alone and the fact that the data this season is still so limited i would bump brighton up like another maybe 3 quarters of a of a net xg point um because of that because they are so different and villa have are playing a much higher line this season so it hasn't been exposed at home yet so i think we're getting a little bit of a small sample size from the home from the home data in in this one I remember the Tyrone Mings factor at the end of last season who single-handedly destroyed me in a mini-league um, <laughs> when Aston Villa went on that run of clean sheets. I mean, I think, you know, the fixture difficulty is looking at 1.6. I think it's, I mean, you could argue that is possible. You could bordering on two goals. The only thing I would say is that shots-wise, they're really not that high this week on, on the metrics, which suggests that Aston Villa are going to be, could be quite miserly. But hmm. Brighton are a quite frankly a well-oiled machine now um it was crystal palace that played the other one three one right by the way palace palace and everton yes so they haven't really paid necessarily anyone any good away <laughs> at home yet either 
you know, because we don't really rate Crystal Palace much away from home, and we certainly normally wouldn't rate Everton very good, very much away from home. Although they're showing some slight signs of improvement, as we said yesterday. I, I think I've got a funny feeling. I don't know. I think there's a goal in it somewhere. There's a couple of goals in it, but I'm not quite sure whether it's a hauler. I'm going to probably go with two one. I might go two one Brighton. There we go. I I could see two halls in this game. If if, if I I really all two (laughs) halls. I really hope not. I don't own any of them. Matoma behind Matoma against Cash. Um, oh yeah, but, but, yeah and, that's and, true. And Matoma against Cash is a nice little matchup, getting in that space behind there. But Lucian mentioned something in the review show yesterday that <clears> Matoma <throat> was playing more centrally. He's in the half space. He a was. Bit. Um, mm. So that's something to watch to watch out for, and that could mean if if Matoma's in the half space, that could mean an Estupiñan hall. So, oh god! So watch. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> I mean, oh god. And then, and then on, on the other side, I have to say Brighton are. I, I think Brighton are really vulnerable, um, kind of like in in all the areas where Diaby operates. Yeah. I could see a Diaby haul in this. Well, maybe maybe that's me being a little bit hopeful since I brought him in on wild card. But um, but yeah, that left side for for Brighton, I think, will pop. How the great fall, eh? Look, once was a content creator winner. Now I can't even get the top three million. My God, half of it's due to a stupid it's due to a stupid and bloody Mitoma. But anyway, there we go. Let's keep going. Bournemouth against Arsenal, Gabe, and here's another interesting one. It's a shame our friend isn't on tonight because I reckon I'd give him another bit. Of look, I'd give him a bit for this one as well. Um, Net xG, Arsenal one point three nine, Bournemouth point nine eight, not high at all. Fixture difficulties are virtually neutral, virtually neutral, minus 0.2 and minus 0.1. The only bit of green in the matchups is actually on Bournemouth with a little bit more XG, 1.9 against 1.4, 3.1 big chances, interestingly. So Arsenal conceding big chances potentially on a matchup against Bournemouth. More than likely, that's going to be Solanke. Um, 10.3 shots in the box for Bournemouth. This one, I've got a funny feeling, it could be an interesting game. Uh, although, your shot goal predictors are still very, very Arsenal-friendly. Hmm. I'm just looking at, uh, let's see, Arsenal have played... They've only played a couple away games. They've been against Everton and Palace. So it's pretty concerning that Arsenal's away numbers are so depressed. Right? They're mm. they're they're really muted. I'm I'm looking here. Arsenal in, in two fixtures, three big chances created. Um I mean Two chances created from the left, one chance created from the center. They've only created two chances from the left. You're right. I saw that. They've created <laughs> two chances from the left against <laughs> Palace and Everton. So, so that's statistically, like from from that perspective, I, I think Arsenal is it's quite concerning. But the shots and matched with the fixture against Bournemouth maybe evens it out um like if if we look at the um like look look how high before bournemouth you know bournemouth played um brighton there but look look how high they they press and look at that space on bournemouth's left defensive side where where saka would play 
that space in behind Bournemouth, I think, is is ripe for for Saka to take advantage of if he's healthy, if he plays. Yes, if he's fit. And although, I mean, yeah, we don't know that yet, do we? We have to keep an eye on that no. one. Um, but he's certainly the talisman, uh, Arsenal-wise. And to be honest with you, the matchup supports Saka very much so as well. And in mm-hmm. fact, you know, the zonal matchup supports him as well. So if he's fit, he's going nowhere in my team. However, if he's injured, I've got a funny feeling he could be the one. It depends, but he could be the one who goes. The trouble is, I've got that many fires, Gip. <laughs> I've got uh, the old joke of more flags than the United Nations quite now in my team. But anyway, there we go. Um, I mean, just to, just to <laughs> dig in a little bit more, because it, it, it'll seem counterintuitive to people to, to see Arsenal so low statistically. So in, in the two um, away fixtures against Everton and Palace, Arsenal have a non-penalty XG of 2.26. It's not very good. 1.1. I mean, I, I don't know what, uh, what, the, what the split was there. Um, XG on target, 1.88, so slightly worse. Um, they're just uh, the, Their expected data is not very good. Their shots are decent overall in general. The, the goal predictors don't differentiate between home and away. So that's... Um, oh, no, no, no. Um, so, so that's, that's something that, that could be influencing it there. Um, so I, I don't know. I, it's, um, I still believe in that right-hand side for, for Arsenal though. I, st- I still believe in Saka if he's healthy. You can't bet against him at this point. I, t- I tend to agree. With, I tend to agree with you. Uh, I mean, if we're looking at it from a perspective of, um, per game. Yeah. They are fourth from bottom for big chances. Yeah. Fourth from bottom for big chances. Um, from the perspective of shots on target, Arsenal are fourth from bottom. Shots in the box, they're better, mid more mid table. So they're creating they're creating chances, but not good, not big chances. Get not big mm-hmm. chances is what I would mm-hmm. probably say about Arsenal right now. Away. So um, let's see. I mean, obviously Gabriel uh, Jesus is back. Uh, obviously, Saka's out. Martinelli's out now. Trossard is Trossard out as well. I think he is. Um, I think he's injured, isn't he? I thought I'd have to double check. I thought he was. Maybe I'm wrong. We don't um, know. We don't know about Saka yet, do we? No. Well, he is flat. I mean, look, he hasn't missed a game in ages. Ages. Right. So let's see. Could be an interesting one. Anyway, let's keep going. Um, we can answer these questions at the end, shall we? Should we, should we jump into questions at the, at, the, at the end? I think probably easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll star them as we go. Yeah, as we go. Um, Everton there, there, against there's Luton. a question there. from Claire. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, just, do we move back? We, we, we can do this one right now. Start yeah. Saliba versus Bournemouth or not? What do you think about Saliba as a start versus Bournemouth? I think, I think they'll score. I, th- I think Bournemouth will score, score. As well. and and Rice yeah. be, Rice being out could be a, a yeah. big deal. So um, yeah, no, it, it, it depends what your other options are, Claire. Put the other options in there, and then we'll start it and get back to it at the end. There. Yeah. Everton against Luton then. Okay. Uh, Everton home good fixture difficulty three point five uh, and two point one fixture fixture difficulty for their defence as well. Maybe. Just maybe all those really patient Pickford owners <laughs> might get a return. I, I, I will laugh so much if Luton score. 
so much. I, I, you'll probably hear me laughing from Phoenix. Um, with respect to the the NetXG, it doesn't like it. Uh, it, it doesn't like Everton so much. Actually, one point four, and it half fancies Luton for a goal. I think I, I'm not quite sure. It really fancies them, and say so it half fancies them. It likes Everton's right, the zonals, four point eight, and down the middle as well at four. And it quite like it likes shots on target for for Everton as well, um, and it likes headers. Tarkovsky again, maybe I don't know. He's just had a return. Is he? Is he you another one? I think if I owned him, I'd play him for sure. Hundred percent, I'd play him on that. Um, tell me about it, Gabe. Um, Luton's got a double game week. I don't think this is a great fixture. I don't think there is a great fixture for Luton. <laughs> they they are the great fixture. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't think we we have to spend too much time on this. Uh, on the one side, um, I agree with Colm. I I think Ducure is is becoming more influential here. And and if Calvert Lewin is five point eight million, getting healthy. Um, just someone to keep an eye on, and if he can stretch the line, I, I wonder if Dice can play with with uh, Calvert Lewin and Beto together, and and have them open up space for for Ducure kind of bombing <clears> in <throat> it behind them or something like that. Um, I think Everton are are a team to watch, but like I, I, I'm not interested in anybody here except on um, I mean on Luton's side, like I have Cabore, yeah, I'll probably play him, and I'll hope for three points instead of one. <clears throat> I've got marvellous Nakamba. I think I'm going to have to play him. I've got, I've got that many flags in him. I'm going to have to play him. I've no option. I, mean, you know what? I was going to bench him. I was going to bench a double game week player. That's how bad it is. Um, but no, to be honest, um, yeah, I look at this. I, I've got to take you up on this Calvert-Lewin thing. I mean, I the, the, the guy has been so unlucky, but he's a walking He's a, he's a walking wheelchair almost. You know, he's just literally just one injury after another. And I, I don't know if I dare bring him in anymore. I, I know I, I met it a few years ago. Ings was that player, wasn't it? All of a sudden, he got fit, stayed fit, went crazy. But I, I just find him, I don't know. I, I think he's just made a glass, personally. I don't think I'd go anywhere near him. That's my risk. I don't know. I, 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 I think he's unlucky. I think he's unlucky. But but anyway, we, we don't have to spend too much time on Calvert Lewin. He's not he's not really interesting no, for anybody ne at the moment. Nehal doesn't trust him either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put yourself in a position to get unlucky with Calvert Lewin, Mariner. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I thought I'd jump two slides there, and not just one. So I had to choose check. Manchester United against Crystal Palace. Well, they've just played in the cup, haven't they? This week was it three one? I think mm -hmm. it was. Um, but they're back again, Crystal Palace at Old Trafford, this time in the league. Um, Net XG, 1.55 for Manchester United, 1.07 for Crystal Palace. Maybe talks of 2-1 sort of result here. Uh, Manchester United on the fixture difficulty, 2.1 and 0.6 attacking defence. Again, uh, it's it sort of, I sort of like, think this also talks of sort of 2-1. It doesn't necessarily talk about Crystal Palace getting battered, although the matchups do suggest that 
at Crystal Palace are probably going to find it a bit tougher. Um, the one thing I'll say is Manchester United are at best um, average, I would say, at the moment. I think they're in, they're all over the place. Um, I own Rashford. I don't think I got, well, I couldn't sell him even if I wanted to this week because I've got that many problems. But I don't think I would sell him given this fixture, Gabe. It's just such a shame I don't have Edouard because I tell you what, if Edouard was injured now, I would have played him in this fixture. I would play him because I just think, mm. you know, Manchester United are, and especially Anana, I think he's, they could easily concede. They could easily concede in this. I'm not sure about you. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll, we we can start with Manchester United here. It's yeah, but with everything going on with Saka with Madison, um, you know, it's it's hard to to see anybody moving off of a United asset. But but again, I I don't think um, you know United. It was three 0 that they won yesterday. They beat Palace yesterday, um, and I guess I'm I'm not too bothered to keep Rashford one more week or something like that. But um. But I, I just don't have faith in this team. Like we've been talking about it all season, and uh, I, I, I don't think they, they have any cohesion yet. I think, I think Rashford is woefully out of form. Um, talk about out, out of form players. This is not the, this is not the player that we saw last season. Um, he looks lost out there. So he really just inspires no confidence. And I would not moving toward. I would not be moving towards Manchester United players right now. Um, on on Palace's side, you know, I, I brought Eze in on my on my wild card, and you can see by the position maps there how far forward he is. Um, but it's 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 not working out for him. He's too isolated. Um, and and now with Eduardo out, um, that teams can just focus on him that much more. So that that is turning out to be a mistake um, as well. I kind of want no part of this game, either from the attack or the defense, because it, it could be a one one with goals from friggin' Schlup and uh Martial for all we know. Yeah. I mean it says they are no one now for Crystal Palace really. At least you've got the best you've got the best best of a bad bunch really, I think. But yeah, very disappointed with that Edward injury and uh yeah, it's it's really uh yeah, it really annoyed me actually. Quite frankly, that was one of the things which almost caused the TV to go out the window. Anyway, but there we go. There's another story. Um, I really must be deal with my anger management. <laughs> Just had to laugh more. But uh, <laughs> um, I yeah, mean, at least people who were patient. At least people were patient with Bruno Fernandes got the return right. Um, but I mean, look, I, see, Rashford, I, I don't, Rashford I don't can't. Even, but Rashford can't even drive his car anymore. <laughs> it's crap. He crashed his car as well. <laughs> so not only he's all right, like, and he didn't injure anyone, which is the main thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. He, I didn't realize he had a Rolls Royce. Yeah, well, yeah, well, had um, you know, maybe dragging a wheelie bin behind him for for what, when he puts it on the pitch for himself. Yeah, enough said. Right. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Like, we... like the pe- people with Bruno, like it's not like this was happening and your patience was rewarded. Maybe they couldn't get rid of him. You, you, exactly. You had other things to do, and this wasn't even a case of the fixture or anything. This is a, this is a ball from Johnny Evans for fuck's sake. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Playmaker Johnny you, you Johnny Evans. Exactly. You you looked I mean, into look a how, goal uh, provided by by Johnny Evans, and and good for you, good on you. But this is not like uh, a, oh, that's why you you're patient. <laughs> like that. 
I'll say this though. Look, I mean, if you're looking at involvement for Manchester United, then it's still Rashford and Fernandez. But look how far Fernandez is in front of Rashford now. They were neck and neck at the start of the season, and that has stretched out. So that just shows how uh, Rashford. You know, I mean, if you look at the the actual, um, uh, you know that you know the uh, whether they're under or over, they're actually both very very pre- both pretty neutral with respect to under or over performing as well. So this is just the fact that Fernandez is involved in more things than Rashford right now. Um, <clears throat> Rashford is bad man at this moment in time. He's gonna have, I, I'm gonna have to. I will sell him for probably to get to Salah almost certainly. Yeah, I mean, that, right. that'll be an, an, an interesting way that, that there will be differentiation, you know, people going to Salah versus going to Son versus getting both. Some people might be selling Holland to get both. I see like a little bit of a splintering. It'll be it'll be interesting. I, I think you're right. And I, I mean, for me, I'm going to look at it purely statistically because I think every, every decision I make or based on any other factor goes wrong. So I may as well just try and use statistics. So I think I might just try and play statistics for the next few weeks and just see how it goes. Um, although if we tried statistics game, perhaps when we start talking about Newcastle, then we'd better throw them away because they've just played Sheffield United. <laughs> Newcastle stats are broken right now, yes. <laughs> Should we, should we just remind people of the Newcastle statistics from the Sheffield United game? I, I read about it yesterday, but I, I find it so funny. I have to read it again. 22 shots, 15 on target, 17 in the box, five for Alpha, nine big chances, nine big chances, five headers, 5.15 non-penalty XG. <laughs> <laughs> and you put that in context with Sheffield United who generated 0.24 uh, no matter what you say about it that was an absolute annihilation now Gabe who have they got next they've got Burnley and Burnley have only played one away game one We've got very little data on them. We really don't know what... What I will say is Burnley's numbers for their away game defensively were actually very good. Who did they play? Uh, I will. I can't quite remember. Forest. Forest away, wasn't it? It was Forest away. And Burnley's numbers um, were actually pretty reasonable uh it was i'm just choosing to open this up and find it what did they do uh here we go burnley they only conceded they didn't concede any big chances they only conceded one header they only had four shots on target forest this is forest at home right with a one year playing pretty well right now they didn't do too badly are Burnley able to keep Newcastle out here or, or limit them? The net XG suggests 2.14 for Newcastle against 0.74 for, for Burnley. So those are, my double, those are your double defence if you wanted one there straight away. Fixed difficulty as well, 3.7 attack, 3.2 for defence. That's very strong for defence. The matchups are like traffic lights, red and green, but that's because of the Sheffield United game. <laughs> 
for sure. And, and no doubt your stats have gone the same way because of that too. Um, tell us about this one, Gabe. Are we are Newcastle going to score another handful? Or do you think this is going to be a slightly tougher game? I mean, it's definitely going to be tougher than 15 shots in the box. It and can't <laughs> not be, can it? Big it can't not be. But, I mean, you know, it's still another promoted team, and this time it's at home. Uh, and they're good at home, right? They are good at home. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this will be a, a straightforward game for, for Newcastle. Um, but, but again, like, look at Burnley, like, Look at Burnley's midfield block. If you look at the at the average position maps there before the substitutions were made, um, you know, afterwards are obviously like chasing the game a little bit more, so so they're more spread out. They're they're pretty high. They they only have really like um, you, you see the kind of the, like their back line in, in a U there, and 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 that's it. Like all their pressure is right around that center area. So it's if um, if Newcastle is able to get the ball wide and get not get the ball not to not be stuck in the center, I think they're going to roast Burnley. Um, especially, I, I think the right hand side for Newcastle really lines up in this one. It shows there in the in the zonal ma- uh, matchups there, but you see it also in the average position maps. Burnley's left hand side, like they they create mostly from the right, so they have most of their players on that side, and that left hand side is is isolated. So I could see. Almiron getting in, in space through there. I could see Tonali maybe getting something in there. And and obviously Trippier from that side. Um, now, regarding a, a Newcastle clean sheet, I mean, Newcastle at home, they're tough. But um, but we know like uh, our, our good friend <laughs> Siva is is in the house pounding the the drum for the Connecticut icon, uh, Kohli Osho. Um, I'm, I'm sure Siva will, will be bringing him in uh, this week for the double. Right, he's <laughs> a bit of a sadist, really. Isn't he? <laughs> I, I mean, look, he, he can have great delight in laughing at everybody who's on double Newcastle defence if, if they do happen to uh, to do it. I mean, look, personally, I've got Trippier. I would love to get to a second Newcastle defender this week, but again, so many fires. I've not, I'm not taking a hit for it. I won't hit a defender in, so for that reason, it may be I'm just going to have to go with Trippier again. Uh, the other player I really like, although the matchups don't really suit him right now, is Anthony Gordon. I think now that um, Barnes is out, I really am very, very, but he looked very good. Um, now he's on four bookings. I, a, a little bit of devil in me just says, do you know what, Chris? Wait for it. You know, maybe he might pick that booking up. Get it out of the way, and I'll tell you what, he'll be straight in. I'll have him straight in. The moment he gets past these five bookings, I'll have him. And you know what? Even if the fixtures are pretty good, I might bring him in and just just let him rot for a game because I actually think it's probably worth it. He is such a good player right now for Newcastle, and he will be front and centre in what they do going forwards, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree, Mariner. And I think Anthony Gordon, even even on four yellows, if whoever yeah, I know there's some people in the chat that are thinking about wild cards. Some uh, somebody said they they just hit their, the wild card and it feels good. Um, 
I, I think Anthony Gordon, even with the four yellow cards, you can you can manage a one game suspension if he gets the fifth one. You can have a decent bench or on wild card. You can cover for that, and I think he's definitely worth it. One, I I don't know how to do the polls. Nima's not here. He does the polls in the chat there on on YouTube. But one 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 thing I was thinking of, like, and I'll ask you this question, Mariner. What what would you prefer? Would you prefer Anthony Gordon and Hyungmin Son, or um, Matoma and Madison? Oh, Anthony Gordon, Hyungmin Son. Matoma and Madison. 25. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'd like go Matoma and Madison actually. Oddly enough, I just. I, I just think Matoma's involved in everything. Just one player. I just. I mean, we'll, we'll, I mean, you mentioned this. I'm, I'm going to come back to this later on. I, I just don't think you discount Kulusevski. We'll come on to that later. Um, I really like Newcastle. Though I think they've got a good. I, I, I've sold Isak, and then he goes and scores. Thank you know, amazingly. But the thing is, with up front, I just can't work out what they're going to do. Um, I think they're going to manage Isaac's, manage Isaac's minutes. I don't think he's the right person to be on right now. I do like Callum Wilson. He's just too expensive. Hence, I think it's Anthony Gordon. I think it's Anthony Gordon. That's why I think that's that's the reason why I'm uh, I'm looking at that. Um, fabulous. All right. Um, <clears throat> any more questions on that? We've got a few people saying Son no, and we, Gordon. We have some answers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looks good. Gordon right might replace Saka. Yeah, and I mean look, there's a there's a couple of quite reasonably priced fourth and fifth midfield options right now. And the other one is James Ward Prowse. And I know we'll come on to him now, actually, because it just so happens that the shambles, the eleven strategically placed wheelie bins in Sheffield United, or in fact, shall we say ten, because I do agree that uh James McAtee, I, I agree with what Lucian said last night. I think James McAtee was probably the only bright spark I actually saw on the pitch. Um, and I've got a bit of a soft spot for him because obviously his brother too, uh, to John McAtee, who used to play at Grimsby. Um, so, yes, I, I do like uh, James McAtee. I think you, know, you never know he might be an option going forwards. But let's get back to this game. West Ham against Sheffield United. <laughs> the Net XG likes West Ham 1.91 against 1.14 for Sheffield United. The fixture difficulty likes West Ham 1.9 against 0.7. It particularly likes West Ham's left 4.8 on the matchups. And if you look across right to the far side, it likes West Ham's headers as well, mm. 3.4. Um, this screams... Ward Prowse. It, it probably screams Voldemort as well, but we ain't going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. But but you know, I, I just think it's. <laughs> I, I genuinely think West Ham could score a couple of headers here. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see him score a couple of headers. Uh, and you know, he's going to deliver it. Uh, and quite frankly, if so, if if Son or Madison's out. I reckon I might bring him in. I reckon I might bring him in. <laughs> Why not? He's involved in an awful lot in what West Ham do right now is Ward Prowse, and he's not breaking the bank. And I mean, he's going to allow me to get to someone like, you know, to Salah without necessarily having to smash my team apart to do it. You know? 
Yeah, that I, I I regret going as a over James Ward Prowse on my wild card. And this is this fixture kind of exemplifies one of the reasons why, but but also tactically, Sheffield United will um obviously play deep. We see that by the average position maps there on the bottom in red. Um, and that that really favors James Ward Prowse. It pushes him further up the field. Yeah. So this this shows this shows the match against Liverpool. So James Ward Prowse is a little bit is a little bit further back. But against Sheffield United, he's going to be right in the spaces that Antonio is creating. It'll be James Ward Prowse. He's he's going to be in all over the place. So it's oh man, it's it's hard. I wouldn't be surprised if he headed in his own cross. In, in well, <laughs> well, well, you know, it could bounce off a couple of those dustbins, and then he comes in and just buries it, right? Exactly. You know, you never know. Exactly. It's just it's like Bagatelle with all those dustbins on the pitch right now with uh, with. Uh, with poor old Sheffield United, they've got to be careful, really. I mean, they did get battered, though. And, I mean, look, the only thing I would say is that any team who gets a bloody nose, any team, and particularly someone like Sheffield United, that'll have really dented their pride. They'll probably go out there to not concede. They will go out there to not concede. That's the only thing. They could park the bus. And I know you'd think that West Ham have got enough to, to actually get past it. But what do you do? What's the first thing you do when you're in the shit, Gabe? You stop conceding goals. First thing we do when you're in, whenever you're in a situation, first thing to do is stop conceding, right? That has to be the um, a point. Yeah, anything. Play, play for play for pride. Play for your pride. Get your pride back. If nothing else. Um, so if nothing. So else. yeah, I, 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 I don't think, know what I else. Think as, as far as as far as West Ham is concerned, I, I do think obviously the stats. I think NetXG is um, is taking into account this season's data more than the FDR. So that I think that's why it likes West Ham so much in this fixture because it Sheffield United's data is skewed um, and screwed from the the Newcastle game. That's right. It's, so, yeah, I mean, making, and it will be making, for weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it will be for weeks. <laughs> I they'll be licking uh, those statistical I, wounds for weeks. There, man. <laughs> I mean, and the last time I saw data as bad as this for any team, it was Southampton got battered. Do you remember when Bednarek oh, got yeah. sent off? That was it against Leicester. I think it was, wasn't it? Well, I'm sure it was Leicester. The other way. So yeah, they broke the metric. Earth. But that was the last time. I think Bednarek broke FPL. He got a minus six that day, didn't he? I think. I can't quite remember. I think it was minus six. But no, I remember that very well. I think that's the last time I remember the game, the data getting smashed to pieces quite as badly as that. But anyway. Speaking of smashing. Um, yes. Smash that like. There we go. <laughs> and... If you haven't already and you're enjoying, and we've got 61 people in Gabe, which is very nice to see. Um, oh, nice. Please, if you're really liking what you're hearing, we are very different on NetBat Hall, as you're probably working out. We try to have a bit of fun, but we really try to delve into both the stats and the eye test all together. Gabe's one extent, he's very much more on the on the eye test, but you know, I am managing to indoctrinate him into the world of statistics to the extent that he's actually created his own metrics. It makes me a nightmare for me, because I have to try and pick them for him. But <laughs> I'm a statistical toddler and you constantly have to take care of me. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think that's about right. But no, so we're very, very different and I hope you're seeing that. So if you like what you see and you do think we are best in fantasy football with respect to video or the podcast, please go to the FCAs, go to the footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting and give us a vote. We would really appreciate it. Just consider it a giant killing act because, let's face it, we're only small compared to a lot of people. But this is our third year in the finalists for Best Video and the first year 
for the podcast, which is even more interesting, Gabe, because we're visual. So I'm amazed that we've actually made it in the podcast. I'm amazed. I, I'm, I, I know why we made it in the podcast. It's 100% due to your evil laugh. Do you think? That's actually it's people our, say that I should be bit. someone. Someone suggested I should be I should be up for the influencer category. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Worst laugh on FPL, Mariner. Right, evil. <laughs> anyway, let's keep going. Forty-three minutes in, we're doing well. Manchester City against Wolves. So Manchester City, just when we thought it was safe. <laughs> with Alvarez what happened last week everyone brought him in and guess what sure as eggs are eggs <laughs> he blanked and, and now interestingly enough they're going to Wolves but, but what I will say Gabe what I will say is Manchester City's data away from hub is exceptionally good exceptionally good this year miles better than last year miles mm-hmm. better and this is really starting to show in the metrics because we've got 50 percent of this year's data in now N- uh next year you've got 1.85 for manchester city and and 0.76 for wolves so it's probably a two you're probably suggesting two one i've got 4.7 and 1.9 for attack and defense for manchester city my data absolutely loves them i think wolves could get a bit of a pasting here actually if Manchester City turn up and play the way they have been playing away from home I will say that Wolves are a slightly different beast I'll say Molyneux is not that easy to go to although Liverpool turned them over the other week didn't they um so uh, interesting enough the matchups don't really show it but Manchester City don't need the numbers to return they are just too good um where do you see this one going yeah, I mean, I, I like, um, I mean, so the 1.85 for Manchester City, if typically, if, if we look at the shots, the the goal predictors, look how, let's just go, for example, um, let's compare the, the the shots on target goal predictor for Manchester City is higher than the shots goal predictor. So, which take, which makes, means that they're probably going to score more than the XG that they put up. Um, so if the, if they put up an XG close to two, I'd expect Manchester City to score about three goals um wolves well the opposite so <laughs> expect the expect a clean sheet from manchester city unless right unless pedro neto is just on fire and 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 i think he's he's he the his form right now i i, I think he's he's always going to be dangerous you know he was dangerous sure it was luton but but they were down to 10 men and he kind of willed that goal himself right just powering through the luton lines and and finishing quite emphatically and I think that just that kind of form and will, and given Manchester City's propensity to concede late when when mm. the game is already won, I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if if Wolves if Neto nicked one here, <laughs> or or if I like uh, somebody like, or or someone random like Huang Huang scored one I, I think yesterday. It's actually quite a nice goal that, that he scored, but it, it, some some random thing like that could happen here. Well, yeah, well, it would be a bit of a wanker if he did that, wouldn't he? I have to say. But anyway, there we go. Um, so that's my little joke for the day. But, but, but look, look at the one. X, we had like that one, the, we had that one last. We had that one last the other year. Yeah. Oh yeah, wanker. <laughs> <laughs> but but look, look look at the matchups. How how low they are, right? The XG matchups, mm, yeah. one point four percent, big chances. Yeah. All of that is, is quite low. So, um, but uh, you know, and. 
Lucian mentioned how um, Gary O'Neill made a tactical error um, in, in their match, um, in, in their last match. He can't do that against Manchester City. I, I mean, that, that that's one thing, like the Gary O'Neill factor that, that we just don't know. He, he so. Um, there was something about Kyle Walker in uh, on Twitter the last day or two saying Kyle Walker is knackered. Knackered, I think, was quoted as saying. Hmm. He's probably going to rest. He put Neto on that left-hand side against who? Hmm. Because I'll tell you what, he's lightning. He's damn quick. It's Neto. There's... Who could it be? Could it be young... Um... What's his face? Oh, dear me. <laughs> Mine's gone blank. Who's the chief defender? Um... Uh, would he... Uh, oh, help us no, out in the it. chat no oh I'm dear me anyway I, look the point i'm making i, I actually got a draft i don't remember oh dear but the point i'm making right is that if walker's out and neto's on that side lewis. you know i wouldn't be all surprised lewis i wouldn't be all surprised if neto didn't tear him one actually he could easily do it i think if, if neto is a he he has the ability to score this week i think you know i i, I can't yeah. could play there yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Kanji can play him, can he? Yeah, so, so it, it's, but yeah, it's it, it's it's a good point. If um if it is an inexperienced player like like Lewis, a player in form like like Neto could could do him and, and could get something here. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Which makes me again think. Uh, I think look, I would play my Manchester City defenders. I finally got a return from them. Finally, <laughs> from Diaz. Uh, thank God. But uh, you know, I'm not too confident this week. I do think though that um, they are another very, very good bet for um, a mm. significant win, I think I would say. Let's put it that way. Uh, no Rodri as well. Yes. Who's going to play good. Calvin Phillips, won't it? They'll play Calvin Man, Phillips, won't never... it, finally? Maybe. 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 Um, is Kovacic back? Is he healthy? Thinks, th yeah. I think he Kovacic might be. Yeah, I think he's... Yeah. Who knows? Who, who knows? I, I would I would imagine he plays Calvin Phillips to, to disrupt kind of like the creativity through the middle, getting the ball wide for, for Wolves. But yeah. if if he wants more control in the game, then he could play Kovacic. And if he feels that he's, he could play like Kovacic and then a strong just back four that sits there. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. All right. Well, let's keep going. Um... <clears throat> oh, wait, what Spurs against Loco. Oh, quick. sorry. Sorry. Thoughts, who do you think, on, do you think on Grealish, Doku, Doku. Doku? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Um, Grealish is just coming back from injury, isn't he? Um, I think he'll be saved I, for the for the Arsenal game. I, I thought it was off. I thought it was off Star Wars. Well, that's Doku, isn't it? That's Count Doku, not Doku. Count, that's what Count, was his new Count nickname. Doku. <laughs> <laughs> the Count. But I, yeah, but I mean, I mean, look from from my side, I, I like the look of Doku. I have to say, but I just think again, you know, would you? Take him on. Would you give him a? Would you give him a run in your team when you've got Grealish coming back in? And Foden. Yeah, not not at this point. It, unlucky if you brought him in last week. I think so. I think so. Um, Spurs against Liverpool. Right here we go. Um, <laughs> so as I said, there's death taxes and there's Liverpool conceding goals. <laughs> Trouble is the scoring plenty now, which probably means say that's that, for Spurs as well. Yeah, you actually you can. Um, Say it for Arsenal. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, 
Liverpool uh, net XG away at Spurs is 1.82 and Spurs is 1.73. So very balanced and quite high. Um, mm-hmm. This could be a good game, Gabe. Um, it certainly attacks uh, attack over defence here for both teams. 1.5 and 2 for fixed difficulty, Liverpool and Spurs for attack as well. Um, Spurs wings, very favoured. Very favourable, left and right. So there we go. So chances coming down the wings against, uh, chances being created from the wings for Spurs against Liverpool. Adogi is definitely playing. I am 100% starting Adogi this week. Um, because he'll be he'll be up he'll be up against um, is he is he left is his left side isn't he Hidoki? I think he is yes he is mm-hmm. yes <laughs> he'll be up against the wheelie bin he'll be he'll be up against Joe Gomez <laughs> excellent <laughs> excellent I like that one that sounds good to me um, Liverpool's matchups are a little bit more neutral. And Spurs probably edge the numbers just slightly. One thing, Gabe, and it's something which jumped out at me. Did you see Salah's numbers away from home? Hmm. They ain't that good. They are nothing like as good as he is at home. Um, In three games, right? He has averaged two shots a game, no big chances, and 0.11 non-penalty XG away from home this season. Interesting. Yeah, it's not, yeah not very good, of, of course, but Liverpool has also been a team changing. You know, Salah has gone from a wide creator to a more central slash half space um, finisher, um, and and I mean the, the matchup is just it's the the fixture is just too good. Um, I'm not look. I'm not saying. Do, I, I'm just saying. I just don't know if I bring him in this week. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that mm. for that reason alone, mm. I don't know if I'd bring him in. And I know Spurs can I, I, concede, and don't get me. And, and and I do see, and everything points to probably goals in this game. And if there's goals, you'd think that he's involved in it. I, I actually mm-hmm. think it, it, this is this has got a bit of Darwin Nunes about it. Actually, oddly enough, I've got a, a bit of a you know crash bang wallet bully his way through and and, and get something because he's turned into that type of player now. I, I think. I honestly, I don't think Nunes starts this one. I think Jota think starts not? this one. He's benched, isn't starts. he, tonight? Is, he, is, is Nunes rested tonight? I'm sure that someone say in the chat. I, I think someone mentioned... Uh, did they mention? The, the, I, know they're playing, I think they're playing tonight, are they? Uh, just do us a favour, guys. Let us know, because I'm sure I saw something in the chat. Uh, Salah's not in the squad. Probably watching net that hall, according to Siva. Fuming. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I really wish he was. <laughs> He'd be looking to say, who's that asshole in that Bayern Munich training time? <laughs> okay, so yeah, Nunez, Nunez benched today. So so I guess, I right. guess it, yeah, Darwin's benched today. So if he's rested today, maybe it is likely he starts this mm. one. And I don't disagree yeah, with I you. Think I, so. I think, I think, um, I think um, Spurs are 
very vulnerable, especially in that center area. So if, if Nunez looks like he's going to start, he's, I, th- I think this is a good matchup for him. Um, I think this is also a good matchup for, you know, Brennan Johnson could be like a sneaky differential play <clears throat> here um, on playing on the left there, hitting, hitting yes. Liverpool's right side. Um, you know, there's a comment saying that Joe Gomez is in form right now. I guess, I guess it depends on like how much you believe in his talent. So someone with limited talent, they could be in full form and they still suck. So I'm not saying that's the case with Joe Gomez, but it kind of is. Um, so I, I, I think Brennan Johnson could be sneaky. I think human son is an obvious play here. Um, I mean, start start everyone. I I I and I, I disagree on Salah. I, I think Salah will own Dogi. I wouldn't be surprised, given uh the way Tottenham had play a kind of a reactive back line. I th- I wouldn't be surprised if there's a penalty for Liverpool in this game. Um, so so I think Salah's obvious. Uh, Diaz uh, is obvious. So like those, play start your attack. Remember, sure. remember what I say. Stats are in the past. Is he? Stats are in the past, right? Aren't they? Stats are the past. It's all about the past. Um, oh, is he? Is Johnson injured? I don't know. But I mean, look, from my I perspective, the numbers that, yeah. are. So, the, if, if you look at the content, with all seriousness, right? If you then change Salah to home, right? Hmm. He's averaging 1.67 big chances a match, a, a game, or an appearance. Um, you know, and a, a non penalty XG of 0.66. So six times more, or five, five times, or about five times more um, non-penalty XG uh, at home than away. So it's something to it's something to consider, is what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I know there's plenty of reasons why, um, because I just hope Madison's playing. Because if Madison's fit, uh, the Spurs assets are a lot more interesting to me. Because Madison is very important to them. If he's out, I would probably not. I, I, I if. Let's put it this way. If Madison is out and Saka is out, could I go to Sun? No, I wouldn't. If Madison is fit and Saka is out, would I go to Sun? Entirely possible, actually. Entirely possible. Hmm. Do you see what I mean? I I don't see why you wouldn't go. But I won't go, I won't do it if I won't go to Son if Madison's not fit. Why not? Because I don't think it's the same. I think I think I think I can hold it back. I can go somewhere else with my transfer. I'll go to Darwin yeah, Nunes from Edward. Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool, Luton though. Liverpool and Luton. When? For for Son. Liverpool and Luton next. Yeah, I'm going to do it next week. I've got enough bloody fires to put out, Gib. <laughs> Give not, me a chance. I'm saying like it's. I'm saying it's just because Madison's out that that's not a reason to not bring in Son because they have Look, Liverpool. Just my perspective. No, I agree. I know Luton's next, but my perspective is another I might hold it same. back. I might hold it back. I just may hold it mm. back till next week. Is the perspective I'm looking at? That's Proceed. all. I may go somewhere else. Is what I'm saying. I've got plenty of fires, man. True. Plenty. I've True. got four flags. I've got to decide which flag to fix. Um, anyway. Um, I think this could be a really good game. I think if there's one game I try and watch this weekend, it'll be this one, actually. Mm. I really like the look of this. I think it'll be a really good game to watch. Um, the next one, um, you know I've got a soft spot for Knott's Forest. 
Um, the numbers don't support this at all. Brentford 1.34, Notts Forest 1.22 net XG. This is at uh, City Ground as well. Fixture difficulty, slight positive for Brentford, 0.2. Slight negative, minus 1.1 attack for Forest. Um, Forest centre, so there's a one ye again, still sat there, you know, probably looking as probably the best option for Nottingham Forest. Um, and again, I'll just, I'll look at the um, involvement in a minute, but I think he stands out. Shots on target, 5.5 again, stands out for Notts Forest. I, I mean, Brentford, <clears throat> Gabe, I've got four other people I could sell in front of them, Boomer. <laughs> but I might sell them, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels have fallen off the Umboomobile, mate. Uh, I have to say, what we've been saying for the last few weeks about Umboomo is that he just keeps doing bit. He keeps ticking over. He keeps doing bits and this, that, and the other. I have to say, it was like watching paint dry last week. Watching him play, it was bloody awful. The issue is, I'm probably not going to sell him. I probably can't sell him. And I'm, Forest at home, you know, are not an easy game. It's not that easy either. Would you, where are you with this game, first things first? And secondly, if you had the, if you had the, no fires, would you sell him? There's a question for you. I, I sold him on wildcard, so absolutely yes. Um, I, I didn't like But if you still held him going into the forest, if you still held him going into the forest game, would you still sell him? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I don't think I, I didn't think that Everton fixture was good for Mbumo. It was the first deep block he had faced all season, and and I don't think the the Forest fixture away um, is good for Mbumo either. Um, if you had no other fires, I, I think he's definitely a a sellable asset. Um, someone said that he ended up at right back. He is play, he was playing further back when when. But the thing is, it's 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 we can't really judge Brentford. I think too harshly on this one performance. It was atrocious. Brentford in general, they they were just, they were so bad, so incredibly bad. Right, right. When Mbomo, they almost had to go to a back five against friggin' Everton for. You know? Um. So so when when Mbomo has to play deeper like that, especially against a bad team, you know you know things are bad. So, but I, I got to be honest. I the only like if if I had if this was a free hit, the only player I might have I would consider probably from this fixture is I want to. Yep. That's it. I agree. I don't want anybody else. And, and, and Flecken. They can fleck Welcome. off. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm just going to play uh, Ariola for the rest of the season uh, until the next wild card, which is a long way away, by the way. But I, I'll just play Ariola. Can't be asked. At least he gets get save points. If he'll either get, he'll get the occasion of clean sheet and he'll get some save points. Do you know what? That's all I want from a goalkeeper. Um, yeah. I'm really down on Flecken. You know, I'm down on Brentford actually. Um, very, very bad. Not, and like I say, I'm not so down on them. I, I, I think, I think they're fine. Oh, I, I, I think they're, they're <laughs> decent. No, I, I, I think they're fine. I, I think they had their worst performance against one of the worst teams, and so yeah. obviously people are down. Well, I don't think you have to. I don't think you can uh, underestimate the loss of Henry as well. I think he's a big loss for them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big, big, big problem. And I think also, whether we like it or not, Raya, massive, massive loss for them. Um, you know, Flecken sure. is not David Raya, right? 
he's and, not and if we look at what that meant to them raya henry tony that triad right there that was like all of their creativity the on the spine. left hand side and that was that's the spine yeah. and the spine was always on the left for them and that's all gone now so yeah it, it, it's a yeah. big big deal for sure yeah yeah absolutely okay let's keep going god here's another one we could just skip straight past yeah. but i suppose we better i suppose i better bring the evil laugh out <laughs> fulham against chelsea uh so chelsea are away at fulham just down the road actually this is a local derby for those of people who don't know west london i think they're within a mile of each other uh so down by the thames there uh fulham 1.39 uh, non-penalty uh, non penalty, net xg i should say not non-penalty xg net xg chelsea 1.37 uh fixed difficulty still likes chelsea but quite frankly nobody else does um fulham uh fixed difficulty for attack is minus 0.3 against chelsea's 1.9 um matchup slight benefit for uh chelsea over fulham for xg but there's a, that's telling gabe the xg matchup suggests that both teams are going to get a bit of XG. The fact is that Fulham might finish it. But saying that, Jackson's suspended. So maybe Chelsea might score this week. Um, what do you think? Um, you know, like, it's, it is, <laughs> statistically speaking, pretty even, aside maybe from the shots. But who cares? Chelsea can have a million shots. And, and, and they're, if they're not on target... You're gonna score zero of them, so um, and that's that that's proven in the shots on target goal predictor, which is about the roughly the same for both of them. Um, I, I think this match comes down to two things. Well, actually, one thing, Leno. I think I think Leno will will be Fulham's best player. Um, Chelsea, oh, sorry, Chelsea's right side with I don't know if, if, is Reese James back. Because Gusto's out. Don't think so. No, I don't think he and, is yet. I so, mean, maybe, and they won't rush him back in either. They'll they'll ease him back in. So, uh, so they're just a, a hard avoid for me right now. Yeah, but from a matchups perspective, that's that's a big problem for Chelsea. If they're they're so Reese James is out and Gusto out, and they're facing Fulham, who are playing with Andres Pereira on the left hand side, and all of their creativity is coming from that left hand side. To, to lose both of those, but both your right backs, I think is a problem. So um, a 1-1 one, one wouldn't surprise, a 2-1 in either direction wouldn't surprise. Um, yeah, Broya, actually Broya could, could improve Chelsea's attack. He certainly can't make it worse. There's some very interesting, uh, all Chelsea sells from chat spot. There's, very, there's, there's rather a lot of, hilarity going on in the in the chat actually it's always good good to see um is sterling a bigger sell than chilwell this week good god i'll I, I tell you what i own chilwell and i'll tell you what there's another one i could sell i can have another wild card game yes yes you can trouble is it'll cost me about 28 points this time <laughs> yes it's not free <laughs> Anyway, you've got to laugh about it, haven't you? Um, I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with a one-one draw and Leno uh, with a stack of save points. There we go. I, I think Seva sums it up when he says, "Stoppable force meets movable object." It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> right. Anyway, let's keep going. 
Luton, oh, this this might be the last one, is it? Luton against Burnley. We're doing really well, aren't we? Crikey, Riley. One hour and seven, we're through the bloody matchups. It's because Nima's not here. That's why. We've been saying this for long enough, haven't we? Um, so, I, I mean, look, first things first. And, 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 and I mean this in the nicest possible way. But if I was red colourblind, I would have a real problem reading this slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's full of red. The fixture's crap. It's, 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 this, 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 for a double game week fixture, this is probably one of the most uninspiring fixtures I've ever seen uh, in the history of FPL. Uh, let's go through it. How, it looks like there was, there's a mistake. In fact, I'm certain there's a mistake. The fixture difficulty is a mistake on it. We'll have to correct that. The oh, net XG, 1.1 <laughs> against 1.2. They can't be negative on both. I mean, it's just impossible. I don't know how the hell that's happened. I'll have a look. In fact, I'll tell you what. I'll probably tell you. Let me tell you the numbers because I can tell you what they are. Um, there we go. Let me just add it. There's the... That's the real numbers. It's 1.4 minus for Burnley. And and minus 0.9 for Luton. Now they remember, they are, but they're not as negative as that. But at least the, the other side's positive. <laughs> this, this suggests there's just eleven dustbins on each team. Your one, um, but anyway. Um, I, I'm, look, I'm going to say this right. What caveats could we throw into this one? And we'll put the slide back up now, just for the rest of it. But I, I think the caveats we can throw is that Luton have got played one less game at home than most teams. And Burnley have played one less game away than most teams. So again, these statistics are a little bit uh, yeah. pie in the sky, quite frankly. I mean, look, what can we say here? And again, I'm going to put this back up because the numbers are, these numbers are completely wrong and I don't know why. Um, Zonal-wise, Luton have got a bit of the better of it. 3.8 through the middle, four down the left, um, and they've got they've got shots in the box just that Luton could have a bit of joy against Burnley here. Um, although it does quite, uh, yeah. So ugh, I'm just not too uh, excited about this game. I mean, I don't think many people are that excited about the uh, the fixture. What do you think? I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think there will be clean sheets. I think there will be goals, and I don't really care. Well, if you were in a situation, I mean, I, I, I mean, look, if you had a fire up front, would you bring Morris in and give him a run? No. And then just no. rot him? I don't think he could. No. I don't think there's Never. anything to do it, is there? No. I, there's no reason. That's they're, they're, it's typical, but it's just point chasing, isn't it? And, then, I mean, are you, are you and, and, you're, and you're also bringing a transfer on, on yourselves, right? Bring in Nunez against against Spurs. There's, there are so many options. Like, there are some good options with good fixtures. Um, I think Darwin Nunez yeah. maybe maybe among top of that list. You're gonna go Morris. <laughs> if, hey, if it works out. Power to you, but uh, but that that would not be. Uh, uh, it won't be power to me, mate. I ain't bringing him in. Um, I, I mean, look, the one thing I will say is that uh, 
he, do, he does have around 50% of not a lot of their involvement. So if, he's, if they're involved, if there's any involvement, it'll be Morris. Yeah. If there's any involvement, it'll be Morris. Yeah. So you just have to think, are they going to turn up? At, I mean, look, well, you could look at it, and you could look at it this way, right? You could look at it and say, do you know what? This is a game they have to win. They have to win. Already, at this time of the season, they're playing another team promoted at home midweek, the game in hand. If they lose that game in hand against a promoted team, they're already... Well, they're already staring down the barrel anyway, aren't they? But they're just they're just even worse. They've got to win this. So but they could come the both, they could right? come out. Yeah, I think it is. It, it's, it, and yet the numbers don't show it. So ah, it's, I, there's nothing for me either team really. Here's I, I think also when, when you have such an important game and it's two kind of a promoted teams facing each other, I think I think variant the chance for variance increases. This could be like a wild grudge championship game where it's just kind of like back and forth it could be high scoring there could be halls here I, I i think um but this isn't the direction this isn't where we want to invest for, no. for future game weeks for you know and, uh, so everyone's saying another duffy situation or another dennis situation yeah we've all had it and luton mm-hmm. lost to exeter last night by the way yeah um so yeah, Nehal doesn't get the loot and love. I I'm with you. I'm with you on it. I'm playing a bit of devil's advocate on on Morris because I think you need to answer that question. Uh, yeah. I think you have to you have to address that question. I mean, look, what I want to know is does Nakamba get sent off in the first or the second game? That's what I want to know. Um, I'm going to go with this game. I think he'll get sent off in this one. There you go. That's my prediction mm-hmm. for the week. I think. I will play Nakamba, and I think he'll get a red card. <laughs> Are you playing Kabore? <laughs> no, I ain't got him. I don't own him. I don't oh. own him. My wife started Kabore last week. He got return. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I got her in head-to-head league, and she drew, and she played Kabore, and she still drew Amazing. with me, and she wild-carded on me as well. I can't believe it. I hate her sometimes as Kabore FPL. God. That was a lucky. That was a lucky assist. Cost me, cost cost us a draw as well. Anyway, enough of this mirth. Let's get back into the. Um, uh, so that's the matchups done. So let's now summarise it, and there we go. There are the summaries um, for this week. And again, so that's one hour fourteen. If you want to come to the show for the summaries of all the matchups this week, you will get them. Um, Gabe's Matt, Gabe's net xgs will be splattered all over Twitter in the coming hours as well. Um, so you'll see those. But as you can see there, Manchester City stands out really as the best matchup this week at 4.7. Then we've got Newcastle at 3.7. Then we've got Everton at 3.5 against Luton. And then further up, Aston Villa against Brighton, oddly enough, is another one. Um, if you look across, just look for the green stripes. Newcastle against Burnley suggests the battering, quite frankly. Manchester City never does, but saying that, they could easily turn Wolves over significantly. And West Ham against Sheffield United is a slightly lighter shade of green, but I think potentially that's a, 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 recent, a very, very good fixture, particularly for Ward Prowse game, as we said. And you can see the double game week down at the bottom as well, and you can see that it doesn't really exude much of a matchup when you're comparing it. Um, 
Keeping going, before we jump into the captaincy and the questions, the next five's interesting, Gabe. This is very, very interesting because look at these numbers. They're changing. Um, and they're changing to the extent that even with an extra game, Luton are still second bottom. <laughs> for <picture difficulty. laughs> um, but let's go up for the top. Uh, Liverpool now are top for matchups for fixture difficulty in the next five. Top. We said they would come. They were they're on the way, right? And they're also top for um, big chances and for XG or equal top for XG as well. Um, Newcastle are next, 13.6, followed by Aston Villa, 13.3, Manchester City, 12.6. But we all know that Manchester City don't necessarily need the numbers to be able to achieve. Look at their low matchup, Skip. They are just so efficient. Um, Everton, 10.4 now as well. And just to just bring everybody's, just to just calm people down a tiny bit on Spurs, look how low Spurs fixture difficulty is, 6.9. And look further, look at Arsenal's, it's three. There's a swing. The swing's coming. The swing is coming now, and we can see this swing. Liverpool clearly looks at double Liverpool attack to me, Gabe, I think, going forwards. I, I have a feeling now, could I cover Salah by Darwin plus Diaz? I have contemplated it, I've got to be honest with you. Hmm. I think it would take a lot of balls to do it. But I'm contemplating it, I've got to be honest. Yeah, there, is, there is that argument me. that if, if you're not going to captain him, that you could spread it. You know, spread those funds. You could have Son, Madison, Diaz, Nunez, um, rather than Salah. Yeah. I, I think that's a that's certainly viable. I've, I've been Salah it's, before. It's I didn't ballsy. Holland. It's ballsy. It's ballsy. It's not as ballsy as selling Holland, but it's yeah, ballsy. Exactly. I've got to be honest. I mean, you know, the, you're not going with the Joneses. You're certainly not going with a 56 club, are you? The 56 point podcast. <laughs> they won't be doing that yeah, the, the the cc special <laughs> uh, to, someone's got to check booner's in here booner booner's in here hello uh, oi, oi, booner um booner you need to, you need to go off and try and find whether all the other content creators have all still got the same points <laughs> i'm sure you'll have great fun looking at that can you because i can assure you that gabe neighbor and i haven't <laughs> The trouble is you won't find us anywhere because we're miles down anyway. But anyway, there we go. So, yeah, so there we go with the zone. And look at the zones, actually, Gabe. Let's quickly look at the zones before we jump off. Uh, so we've got a couple of minutes here, actually, haven't we? Um, Everton right, Manchester City centre, Manchester United left. God help us with that. That's a waste of time, I think. Brighton left and centre. That's Mitoma, look. Again, especially if he's drifting in now. Um... Spurs left, Villa left, Arsenal right, the Saka, there's Watkins, there's the, all the players, all these players are all, these matchups are all showing for, for, the, for these assets, right? All showing. Yep. 
Anyway, hmm. right. Uh, let us have a look at the captaincy. Um, but before we do that, uh, we better just do the shameless, or is it shameful? Probably both. Plug. <laughs> and I've changed the colour of it today, right? Although the, the, the format has still gone to shit. But anyway, anyway, who cares? Um, we're fo- Football Content Awards finalists again. Anima is going to turn into John Terry, as usual, on the 17th of November. Go up to Anfield and celebrate everybody else in winning awards. Um, because that's what Nima does. Um, we're not going to win, but we might place just... If we could get into the top three, it would be amazing for either the podcast or the video. We'd take, we'd take either, Gabe. We'd take anything now, right now, wouldn't we? Um, <laughs> and, you can just, and you can go to the footballcontentawards.com uh, forward slash voting. And yes, pick the editorial, whoever you like. You might want to go all about FPL, actually, because I do like all about FPL. If I was going to vote, that's what I would do. Um, podcast, never all. And video, never all. Now, I'm not saying that the others are no good. Because they're not. They're all amazing. And this is the point. Um, we're just happy to be there. But we would deep down love to get a place, I think. <laughs> Gabe. I think like a, they're, all, just, they're all amazing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just describe how proud you are of this. Because I know you are. I know you're absolutely bursting with pride about this. I I, I am, and, and and I was and I was going to mention like yeah, all of the finalists they they are amazing. The competition is stacked for sure, um, but we're the smallest, <laughs> and and we keep repeating it. Even even being so small, and and I I just think that speaks volumes, and that's that's kind of like if if we had stats, that would be the stat that I that I'm that that I'm hooked on. Um, the the fact that we're so small, but well, we have like such you know. I guess a, a little bit of a different take um, and our homemade metrics and the, you know, the zonals and all of that. So, um, so yeah, just, uh, we're, like you said, we're, we're just happy to be here basically. And all our mistakes and everything else. <laughs> and the fact it's like Laurel and Hardy half the time, especially yeah, particularly on the Tuesday show. <laughs> anyway, there's another story. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we have a look at the captaincy? I suppose we're better, aren't we? Because uh, we need let's let's get this show on the road and keep going. Then we'll take some questions, I think. So, right, ready? Let's go. Captaincy time. I'm so bored of this captaincy lark. It's bloody Harland again. I, I mean, look, I, I, what can we say about this? I. I don't think it matters the fact that he's, it, the, the fixed difficulty is still very good. It's not the best, but it's still very, very good. Um, NetXG is good as well, which is another point really here. This is the other factor here. Minutes-wise, his minutes are good. His involvement's good. His zonals in good. His zonals are good. And the metric's good. Haaland just, again, just stands out. And the other problem is, Gabe, if we're brutally honest with us, with ourselves, I could have got absolutely torched the other week with Haaland with those big chances he missed. I, I, I can't risk that anymore right now. Uh, I, I just daren't go anywhere else. What, what I would say, though, is that there are some pretty good options kicking around. And what the, the top three is Salah, then Bowen. So it's Haaland, Salah, Bowen, then Son. Madison, mm. albeit flagged, so he would be higher. And we'll, I'll show you that in a minute. Then you've obviously got Alvarez and Ward-Prowse. Is actually sat there now, just starting to 
Gareth Southgate is in about seventh place above Fernandez and Trippier and Diaby and Callum Wilson. So let me go to the sheet itself, and this is what we're doing again, which is new this year, isn't it? So first things first, if Madison's fit, if Madison's fit, because that's taking his minutes down, because I've already put the flag on him, which means it pulls the minutes. Okay, so he's down at 75. So if, if Madison gets up to, let's say, 85 minutes, okay, that puts him up a little bit. Okay, right. So there we go. That pulls him up a bit. Now, mm. so probably, I don't think, being honest with you, I don't think Spurs are captaincy options this week. That's where I would, that's where I would come with that. However, Salah, on the other hand, look, if you believe the fixture difficulty, it doesn't necessarily like doesn't like Liverpool quite so much, right? Now, if you think Liverpool are going to do better at Spurs than the fixture he does, let's say it moves it up to eight. Look how close it takes him to Haaland. It brings him a lot, lot closer. Mm. And I think this is the point here: is that I don't think there's quite as many variables we could try this week with this thing. But what I would say is that if you don't agree with the fixture difficulty. You know, for example, Bowen against Sheffield United, right? <laughs> that could easily be an 87. That puts him further up. And that would do the same for Ward-Prowse. If that was the case, it pushes him further up. So, and Ward-Prowse's minutes, maybe he's nailed. So if he's nailed and he plays 90 minutes, it no, knocks no. him to about third or fourth. I have a request. I have a request. Yes. For, yeah, that, that, we're not going to captain uh, West Ham assets, right? Um, no. But what about Wait, what why if not? you change because David Oops. Moyes doesn't play on the front foot looking to get more goals? He's they're, they're not like a progressive team like that. Fair but, point. But but um, I, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to change Darwin's minutes now that we know he started at the weekend, benched now midweek, and change so change his minutes and FDR up to 80. Like you well, did let's change him to 80 and what 80 and 80, yeah. He's still a bit low, and the reason but, is, the but it's just it's are, the fact it's are low. Yeah, the points are low because he hasn't again. because he hasn't because he doesn't have the minutes. So we change the minutes. Yeah, to, we should change exactly. the points. Right? And this is the thing: you're almost looking at past the pasts holding Darwin back. Interestingly, though, his share of big chances is quite is oddly enough his big chance involvement. So he gets them. But he's not involved in, almost he's not involved in as many, oddly enough, than Why other people. The, um, I don't know whether... 23-24 men is still right at 50, So 23-24 men is still at 57? Why is that 57? Uh, no, that's, don't minutes. worry about that. It's all, it, don't worry about that. We can hide that because I'm working okay. off, I'm um, actually working off this so, number now. So that's how it would look. So the... So the 59 points was based off of how many average minutes? Of what average minutes? That would be his previous minutes, so whatever that would be. So, oops, sorry about this. Press the wrong button. So that would be, uh, yeah, 37 minutes. So say that 37 minutes doubles, right? And we make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Let's say it goes to 75 minutes. Well, we can't. It takes over a hundred. But let's let's put him up to, let's put him up to Salah's points, right? Something like that. Let's put his fixture difficulty up to like eighty. It takes him to seventy nine. So it takes him to about fourth of it. He's, he's below Salah. Okay. He's not a captaincy option. Behind Salah's your captaincy. Option. Interesting. 
but it's not it's yeah. not bad don't get me wrong and and i mean um i think this is the key i think what you what i like to look for is people who have not hauled because that changes it significantly if you get a couple of hauls in like for example callum wilson's not hauled right so if callum wilson had have hauled it jumps him right up right so if he'd have had a recent haul or a couple of a couple of holes quite recently, it would have pushed him right up there. So I think there's a you know there's something you've got to consider. But again, Wilson's minutes are down. So if you think Wilson's actually playing eighty odd minutes, um, is second top. He is a shout actually. He is a shout this week. That uh, is data, a shout. You can see that. You can actually. Like... Yeah, you can see that. Even that, well, I mean, he only had one, didn't he? And it, did he get? Only got one return, didn't he? I think Wilson Everybody, only well, got one return. Yeah, no, no, yeah. some of them got two. Gordon got two. Gimaraz got two. Um, got two. Uh, what's his name? Share. Longstaff. Longstaff got two. Yeah, Longstaff. <laughs> but yeah, um, there's lots of things you can do with this. I, I think it just it basically says you're in a shootout between Haaland and Salah. And I think yeah. given the fact Salah's away and his numbers are not that great, I think I would put, I would have that doubt about Salah. So my, the devil in me would maybe be a West Ham, would, would maybe be a West Ham asset. It might be Bowen, you know. I think Bowen has a, Bowen's the interesting one. If, if Sheffield United don't, uh, if Sheffield United are remotely as bad as they were last week, Jared Bowen could be a very interesting captain shout. I disagree. I don't think you captain players from teams that don't uh, that aren't don't play on the front foot like that. Who are playing Sheffield I, I mean, United? Yeah, the the, the fixture is uh, away. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fixture play. It's it's purely a fixture play game. I'm not saying do it. I'm not saying do it. I'm saying I don't even own him. What I'm saying is, look, if I was looking for a differential, where would I go this week? I'd look at someone like Callum Wilson if I thought his minutes were nailed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I really like the look of Callum Wilson this week. And I think mm-hmm. uh, probably a West Ham asset. I don't think I dare go Ward-Prowse, although I actually quite like him. So I think it would be a West Ham or a Newcastle asset. If I was gambling, I'd go there. So if I was gambling, it it would be Darwin Nunez or Callum Wilson. If I was gambling, those would be the two, my, my two differential captaincy picks. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. That's the captaincy metric then. Let's get into these questions. What we got. All right. Uh, we'll start with discord. Uh, Sebastian Koo. He says, missed the stream last night with the review show. Should I start Konza and bench Estupinian? Konza or Estupinian for you? Cons or Estupinian this week? Yes. Yep. They play each other. Oh, God. I play Estupinian uh, in that case. Yeah, just, just for the fact that he may get an attacking return. <laughs> I think that's the only way I'd look. I think that's the only way I'd oh, look wait, at it, that's, really. that's an old question. Sorry, sorry. That's an old question. Is it? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. Oh. <laughs> um... Okay, that one's a little Chilwell and Saka slash Bruno out for Botman and Salah in for a hit. Do it. Chilwell and 
Saka and Saka or Bruno. If Saka's if Saka. Saka's injured, right. Saka right for Bruno um, and to, to Botman Bot- and Salah for this week. Do it. I, I might just go chill. I might just do chill well to Botman. Yeah, maybe, me. maybe you're right. Instead of the hit, yeah, that, that that's fair. Um, okay, uh, get yourself some, some cash quest. in. Get yourself some cash in the bank with a nice fixture coming up, and then attack, and then and then be ready to be ready to launch. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. That, that Liverpool fixture against Spurs, I think there's goals in it. We said that earlier, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, Don Black Dragon asks Mbomo a hold or a sell? Yeah, we, um, can Diaby cons- be considered? And also, is Bruno a hold or a sell? Um, don't have Rashford. So Mbomo, I think we talked about Mbomo a little bit. Uh, he's a sell for us, on, unless you have other fires, of course. Uh, well, what about Bruno for you? It's say um, say that say Sebastian didn't have that Chilwell problem, and and Saka's healthy. Uh, would you be okay selling Bruno this week? Uh, I, I mean, the matchup's still long range, still not terrible, and he's involved in so much. He will mm-hmm. get more than anybody else. Uh, it, it depends on. I mean, you have to make sacrifices. You can't have everybody. Um, would you sacrifice him this week against Crystal Palace? I don't think I would. No, not this week. I think I'd probably play him. Right. Um, I might sell. I'm, I'm, and <laughs> Dom says that. I know. It's, it's an interesting right one. It's an interesting <laughs> it one. Well, no, I, I'm not up on it. might be better to I'm do not... it as a pair next week or something like that, like as a double move with something else next week. I mean, they've still got um, a 2.1 fixture difficulty. I mean, the next three fixture, the next three or four fixture suck. difficulties. They just suck. Well, they're just bad. They, they're not great, but they've got. Not great. They're not great. So they've got um, the home Brentford, Brent, the home Brentford, then away Sheffield United. In the next in the next three game weeks, you know, I mean, I Brentford are crap right now, right? Yeah, terrible. So so are, so so are United. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> It'll be interesting. <laughs> That'll be an interesting matchup next week, won't it? We can have some laugh with it. We can have some fun with that one. Uh, yeah. Last on match of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, figure it. Um, I, I like this one, Kieran. FPL discomfort. He says, would love some coverage on Douglas Luis. Free kicks, penalties, and super cheap. Um, allows teams of Son, Holland, Trent, and Salah. Right. I've already uh, I, I've already is... spoken with Kieran about this privately, so wondering wondering what you think um, of say, I mean Son, Holland, Trent, Salah, and then enabling that uh, through Douglas Luiz. And it, it is important to note that Douglas Luiz sometimes corner kicks are free kicks for him. There you go. He's fourth there. See, I mean Aston Villa's net xG six, of which he's he's probably going to get about. A fifth of that, if we're, you know, you know, but he's like you say, he's fairly cheap. Five, I think, provided that's not changed in the last day or two, is five point, about five point four. So, yeah, he's on penalties. Um, I don't hate it. I, 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 I don't hate it. Um, I mean, if you're if you're after Aston Villa's returns, you're not you're not going. You, you know, you're probably you're probably looking at Watkins or Diaby. So uh, I mean, he's a bit of a poor man's 
poor man's option for them. But, you know, if you're poor, like me, with a shitty value, shitty team value, and you fancy a bit of uh, Aston Villa's fixtures, which which are turning quite favourable, um, then, well, would we would we say no? You know? Uh, there we go. Look, Douglas Lewis, point two, point two, point... You know, if you've got a third of a... Ch- if you've got a one-third chance of return in every game in the next five game weeks, would you go for it with Douglas Lewis? Maybe you would. Maybe you'd lob him first bench as well sometimes. I don't hate him. I, I don't hate it, but I think there's a better way. There's a better combination. And I, I would prefer something like um, like a Luis Diaz and a Villa defender versus Trent mm-hmm. and Douglas Luis. I think, I think I'd prefer... I'd, I'd, it does feel a bit like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does feel a bit like that. I mean, not that I would be, not that we'd have. Um, so Matt Cash probably going to be, you know, maybe Moreno if he's fit, right? Maybe that's the yeah, maybe Moreno that's the and one. Diaz instead of Trent and Luis, I, both with attacking returns or more attacking returns or uh, potential. Um, okay, cool. That takes care of the Discord questions. If you do want to get right. in the Discord, just uh, become a member, subscribe. Um, yes, and. Cool, here we and go. Come and, abuse, the, uh, come, and ab- come and abuse us and tell us how bad we are at FPL and listen to my moans and groans and gripes. Because I do tend to go on there and whine a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Chin from the Press Play Pod that, that I was on a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. He says, Hello, I Brian. Both, I had, yeah, FPL USA representing here in the house. I have both Cash and Pervis Estupiñan. Should I start both of them? Also have a Kanji and Chilwell in contention. Uh, this is the thing start with the Kanji, two. isn't it? Do we, do we, I think you're, those. I mean, if a Kanji, this is the thing. We, we see whether a Kanji is going to start. Because I think I'm uh-huh. probably, if he's, if he's playing on the right, I quite like it. Right? You know, as we said. Um, uh-huh. Cash, I think... A stupid and probably for attacking returns, maybe cash for attacking returns too, you know. I'm not sure either of them will keep mm-hmm. clean sheets this week. Um, it's just chill well, isn't it? I mean, under normal circumstances, you'd have gone a Kanji chill well, right? You'd, uh, normally, I think you'd probably go, or maybe maybe a stupid, you know, although they're, they are aware. But if I was under normal circumstances, I'd go chill well, a Kanji, a stupid and your cash. But with what's going on right now, God only bloody knows with Chelsea. So I think I might go Kanji and Estupinian if it was me right now. Yeah, I mean, I I Kanji is kind of like the safe floor, um, clean sheet pick. But Cash and and Estupinian, I don't. Yeah, we don't think they'll get clean sheets. But they, they the attacking returns could be could be on the menu for them. I, I, I'm, I'm chuckling here because I'm going to tell a joke now. We'll see if you worked it out. I mean, if Neem was here, we could have a poll. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cash. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me. Okay, going to go quick fire. Going to go quick fire through the rest of the questions here, man. Seven minutes uh, and get out of here. Let's go. Yep. K seven. Should I start a Supernyan over Kabore? Yes. He's a normal game week player. He's not going to keep a clean sheet, is he? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't, look, I, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I think if I, 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 I cannot resist playing double game week players. I, I think I'd play him. I couldn't resist it. I'd I still play. Same him. decision. 
We'll see what I do. Claire says she's got. So this is a follow up from her previous question. Right. Um, okay. She has Konza Saliba, Stupiniana, Kanji, and now <laughs> Botman. Saka. Uh, what? And now Botman. Yeah. Botman. Saka Matters flagged. Yeah. Yeah. Rashford, Diaby, Bumo, Cell. A one year. Oh, I can't. Initial other question. I, no, I can't remember what her initial question was either. You have to go and try and find so, it. Yeah, yeah. They're a very nice team player. Oh, oh start, start, Konza, start, start Konza or Saliba. Start Konza or Saliba. I think I would start um, uh, Estupiniana, Kanji, and Botman. Okay. You good? I'll let you go with that one. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you answer that one. I don't need to answer them all. You can answer a few. Black screen. At, 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 oh, do you want Salah? Thoughts? Thought you thought Liverpool were awful. Do I want Salah? Uh, he's, he's, yeah, I probably will. I probably will get him. If I could avoid him, I would. But I don't mm -hmm. think I can. As I've said, I've been okay. trying for a few weeks now to try and find an alternative way to not have to tear my team up again to go back to him. Um, yeah. You know, I did spread and, the funds and it worked really well for one week with Chelsea, didn't it? It worked really well for one week when I spread the funds in game week three. Um, but, of okay. course, it's all gone to shit since. Yes. <laughs> Come on, then. Keep going. So, so we, we didn't think Liverpool were awful. They, they're awful in defence. And Yes, we did. Yeah. That's very right, true. We'll just, we'll just go with that. Um, yeah. Elrond Cupboard. How do you think Bournemouth will do once the fixtures change? I'll, I'll take this one really uh, quickly. So I, th I think Iraola hasn't cemented any of his system yet. I, I think they're a little bit in disarray. Um, the fixtures could change that. If they do, just just look for patterns rather than rather than results initially for Bournemouth. If those patterns <sighs> begin to take effect, then then whoever emerges as a talisman could be good for future this, easy game week. Run. Dude, let me finish. The thought is just quick fire. It is Solanke. Solanke. End. Move. Next. <laughs> Solanke, the numbers improve. That's Solanke's not, yeah. involved in most of it. That's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> New sub. That, that wasn't what the hey, question what? was. Asking, but it's okay. sub. <laughs> question: Is it totally insane to go without holding on wide wild card? Go for it. Yes. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. It's captaincy. Is, is I Hoyland, dare go without it. Is Hoyland an option? interesting that one um i'd like to say yes um the problem is we're a bit stacked in that forward line right now and i'm not quite sure i could find a space for him so maybe uh, maybe a bit more difficult and he's still very new right okay i'll, I'll say no um yeah. play buyer or big damn burn <laughs> Tin man your man you can answer this one dan burn What's the best Saka replacement? Ooh, K7. Depends who you have. Uh, right, go on. Give me three. Um, if you want an enabler to fund something else, like maybe another move like Darwin or Son, then go for Anthony Gordon. Um, otherwise, if you want somebody roughly around the same price point, go for James Ward-Prowse. And if you have money to move up, I would go for Human Son. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Prowse is actually quite cheap. Actually, he's probably an, I think he probably turned him an enabler as well. But yeah, yeah. I think I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah, I tend to agree with you on that. Yeah. Maybe Kulisevsky. There we go. There's another one. Yeah, if, if you can't I afford some, I quite like him. He's involved in a lot. Shit. 
He's a terrible player. Uh, you'll be seeing. You might be. You might. Let's see. We'll, we'll have this discussion in a week or two. Um, Do you think Isak <laughs> goes back to the left wing? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. Well, yes, actually, he, yeah, he yeah, has yeah, this yeah. with Barnes out. He probably Barnes will, but for about twenty minutes. For about twenty minutes, because he's at the moment the managing his minutes. So I think probably Gordon's pretty nailed right now. Um, Isak uh, Howard said that he's having to manage his minutes. He's very important. Yeah. I'm sure he's quite important for the Champions League. I yeah. would say I, I doubt, I doubt they'll manage him. I agree. I agree. Manages minutes. Darwin with his versus Darwin versus Alvarez is haunting me on wild card. Uh, yeah, that, I think that is a really tough decision on wild card. Maybe both. Like that front three, I think I think would be probably the way I, I could end up. I could easily end up with that front three if I can find a way to get Salah as well. I could easily end up mm. on that front three. I might go there with a hit this week. We'll see. Mm. You owning Darwin Nunes? You owning Darwin Nunes for a hit? I know it's going to be epic. Holy mother of God! Seriously. It's going to be a fun. Oh, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to snip this. I'm going to have to snip this. This thing. I'm going to have to post it on Twitter. This is this is unbelievable. No, we'll see if it happens. We can post it. Uh, Silva asks, Trippier worth the extra over Botman? Yes. I say no. I I didn't think so. I didn't think so last week on my wild card after one strange game week in an errant game like that that won't be repeated. I don't think I can change my my mind. And then I'm. I could be wrong about that. He might he might turn out to be worth it. I, I mean, look, the only thing I will say is he's just finally returned. Let's see if he does it for a few more weeks. But I'm very happy to be owning him right now. Very happy. Yeah. It's about the only good thing I've got in my team. Connor Hunt, question, is the winner of FPL selling Hollinson? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just one question. One free transfer. Which is the priority transfer? Tri- uh, Chilwell to Trips or Sterling to Bowen slash JWP? I think you would probably say that uh, this, this is a problem. Hasn't Chilwell got Gabriel vibes all over it? You think he's going to start mm. and then he doesn't start again. Uh, mm. it, it just... It, I, uh, I think Trippier's <laughs> got a very, very good chance of getting some returns this week. I've got to be honest. I think I'd, go tri- I think I'd probably do the Chilwell to Trippier. I'd probably just, I don't know. That sucks. I'd it's hard this because I, I actually <laughs> quite. I mean, Sterling, Sterling. You see, you know, you'd think away. You'd think Fulham wise. You'd think he might get something. Maybe yeah. I don't know. But Chelsea is so fucking I, I, bad. I think I'd sell Chilwell. Yeah. Um, Elron. Oh, we <laughs> we've had that one, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, no Sterling or Bruges, that, There's a similar funny. question. I, I would sell yeah. I would sell I would sell um Chilwell because I do think uh Fulham score. I would love to, I would love to sell Chilwell. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Have we got any more? I think there is there's a couple more. Aren't there? I, saw, uh, there? We, I thought there was later? a couple more. One, the, yeah, there's a couple. Uh Boona, Sterling uh over uh Bowen, uh Sterling to Bowen and Bumo to Ward Prowse or Roll. And play one of Sterling or Abuma. Do you know what? That to me looks very tasty indeed. Bumo to JW. The only problem it the only problem is, do we need two West Ham going forwards? Which one would you prioritize, Gib? No, I think he's asking 
does he go Sterling to Bowen, Mbomo to JWP, or or, 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 yeah, or, or, or transfer? Roll. I, I would, or would you I would do both, or would you maybe just do one? Well, no, no. I, both would be for a hit, right? So I would, yeah. I would just do so it. So you're going to do JWP. one of them. I would, yeah, yeah, I, I think would so. do Mbomo to JWP, yeah, and keep yeah. Sterling for against Fulham. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, what else have we got? We're about done. I'm just literally looking through here. I hope we've not missed any. Uh, so Reese Nelson's just scored for Arsenal. Apparently, Liverpool are losing. Apparently, about or they were. Um, I think that'll do us, shall it? Should we? Should we get our asses out of here? We just better do the last few little bits, haven't we? Um, so let us uh, go back to the. Uh, I think so. The mini league HUP sixty nine D. Um, if we can just take that question off, Gabe, can you? Um, for us, um, haulers say so thank yous as usual. David, uh, super haulers, David Harrison, Zach, have a boy, daddy, but uh, greenback golf, FPL, Robbie, dread, and normal haulers are now uh, long last, long lasting uh, haulers, dread, FPL, Craig, Podner, Kevin Rose, Connor Hunt, Dodie, uh, Oscar, FPL teacher, uh, blonde, Scott as M. Uh, William, Tongo, Such, Thavindra Raj, Lindsay, FPL DG Boy, Akshay, uh, cracking my eyes, Dom, Claire, FPL, Catherine, William, uh, Harry Notkin, uh, Neil, Sebastian Q, Benjamin Lockwood, FPL Rubberducky, Neil's Apples, uh, Nick Khan, uh, was the biggest big bike as usual, FPL Discomfort, General Zod, Gladys Steve Preachers, Jack M, FPL Planner, Jamie Baker, uh, Brett M, uh, Pai Hong Tan, and Mark Bond, and we've got Patreons as well. Elron, Lucy and Gan, FPL California. Think of Bob Ron Frost and Mike Bork, who we've been getting his name wrong for weeks, according to Nima. So we had significant, uh, significantly, sincerely, oh, Christ <laughs> alive, sincerely apologise for that. But Gabe, we're done. One hour 49. Um, that's not bad, really. We don't, do, we don't talk anywhere near as much as Nima, do we? <laughs> Hopefully he's doing, he's feeling better. Yes, let's hope so. So, anyway, everybody, uh, we will jump out, but it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, as always, as I said, I put the uh, the uh, ticker back on about voting for the FCAs. If you would like to vote for us, we really appreciate it. If you don't, that's fine. Um, we're happy to take feedback either way, positive or negative. Leave it in the comments below. Leave us a like. Hit us a like. Hit a subscribe if you really, really like us. And But do us a favour. Just don't look at our ranks. <laughs> we don't or i don't so why would you? <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, uh. anyway mate it's been a pleasure thank you so much gabe thanks for thanks for your time um good luck for the weekend and we will catch you all soon haulers and i'll get some green arrows please peace take it easy bye-bye <laughs>